You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Well, well, Grand Rising, everyone. Welcome to the takeover. We are here at Waterfront Park right here at Pier 62. And I am delighted because y'all know it's a big deal when Big O and I get together on set and on screen. What up, Big O? Trey Holiday. Hey. What's happening? Welcome to the takeover, my friend. You know, it's been 13 months. And the only person that could get me out of a hiatus of 13 months back on camera is Marie Cadet. There you that go. Is, that's the only... <laughs> Everybody's like, Bingo, where you been? I've been chilling, minding my business. What they say now? Drinking my water, minding my business and everything else. Marie was like, man, it's all-star. We got to get you on camera. So here I am. I love it. Well, I'm so glad that she did lift her voice to let all of this happen and make sure that you're here. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Speaking of being here, man, welcome to the takeover, uh, man. Converge Media. We're back here at Pier 62 going on three years now for our annual takeover sessions. This is the first one in 2022. We'll be back for hip hop is at 50. And we're also, you know, there's Pier Sounds, there's the block party. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's real deal family relationship with uh, Friends of the Waterfront. Those of you guys that have been to the Black Media Matter studio or seen the logos there on the wall, you see the Friends of the Waterfront logo is actually the fourth one on our wall to represent the strong partnership that we have with these guys down there. And I heard this is like some name change coming, like Waterfront Park, Seattle. Right, right, we right. old school. We might, you know, it's friends. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we know them as friends and they are definitely friends. I'm so grateful for this amazing partnership. You're right. This is the first one here for 2023. Exciting, man. We're bringing it in big time yeah no speaking of exciting we got an exciting week or at least a few days of the week lined up for everybody man tremendous guests here today i get to talk to my buddy beth knox who is the ceo of the seattle sports commission and you know their profile is really rising right now because you know a lot of people generally in the city seattle sports commission unless you're really in the sports you might not know that they exist or they're around but man, Seattle Sports Commission, they've been working double, triple, quadruple time, not only here at Major League Baseball for the All-Star game, but it's a bunch of stuff coming down the pipes. You know, there's like World Cup happening. There's all kinds of you know, college events, all the way down to youth events. So I'm going to catch up with Beth about that. Well, I'm glad that Beth is here and that we get to hear more about Seattle Sports Commission and what they're doing. And you're so right. A lot of folks get to see the output of all of their work when you're attending all of these amazing athletic events. But the Sports Commission is behind so much of that. So I'm glad that Beth and you get to chop it up today. Yeah, yeah. And who are you talking? You're talking to Joy. Yeah, I get to talk to Joy, who is the president and CEO of Friends of Waterfront uh, Seattle. So I'll be speaking with her oh, today about nice graphic up there. Look at that great picture looking, of Joy. Amazing. Okay. But I'm excited because, you know, she was just saying a lot of folks don't know what Friends of the Waterfront is all about, what they do. So I get to dive into it with her as well. Yo, and I hope that you guys get to talk about here. This is a shameless plug for our partners. I hope that you get to talk about that. You know, a lot of times people think that the waterfront, just right here at Pier 62, this is just the first part of a very expansive park that goes 
man, almost the whole waterfront, almost to the stadium. Yeah. You know, I think there's a little itty bitty square right there, right across from Lumen Field. They done planted their flag right there, too. So the waterfront part goes all the way down. It's a lot of tremendous stuff happening. We can actually see the construction of the aquarium that's taking place over here. And, you know, it's a great destination when people come here to visit Seattle is to come down here to the waterfront. And they're really building a world class park down here. Yeah, no, world class indeed. I mean, for those who have been able to see some of the final uh, plans, I am telling you, I'm excited because partnering with Friends of Waterfront, we got kind of an inside scope at the uh-huh. beginning. And I'm telling you, I was like, what? Seattle is about to be lit over here with the whole waterfront park taking over and inviting everyone to be, you know, down here. This is our waterfront. So, yeah, well, we saw you um, here the other day. Yeah. Soul on the water. It was phenomenal. What a yeah. great partnership with friends of Waterfront. We got and a clip in here for you. Let's do it. Yeah, see, so we're gonna surprise you on it. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, T Dub is here. T Dub caught up now. Still heads alley with Damon Brown, and Damon Brown he he uh, designed the mural right there in the Black Media Matter studio. Uh, and Takia tapped in with Damon. Got a nice segment on that. Takia always looking so sharp. So fly. Yeah, and then we're going to round it up. I get to talk to Misha Hurd. Misha, who I didn't know months ago, but that's my buddy now. And that's the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Senior Manager at Major League Baseball. You know, but I mean, it's one of those situations where that's the title, but she does so much more. I thought I didn't get no sleep. I don't know when the last time Misha slept. <laughs> but, oh, wow. So great, great show uh, lined up here, man. And, you know, Throughout the the next uh, three days here, we're going to be highlighting some businesses that are on the Green Path app, right? So what they've done is Major League Baseball teamed up with Seattle Sports Commission and identified like restaurants and businesses that are literally on the Green Path. It's an easy walk in between the stadium, definitely down here in the waterfront, Pioneer Square, uh, Soto District and everything else. Ike, where can they get that app? Right there. Oh, right there. Oh, look at it. Woo, look. I, I with the graphics on screen. My bag, the, the green bag. Visit seattle.org forward slash MLB dash all dash star. Man, okay. That's what happens when you get these young kids over here. You see what I'm they saying? Make it quick. Look at him. He's like, Boom. look, old man. It's, it's on the screen. <laughs> like, look, old man. It's already on the screen. So, yeah, we want to encourage you to download this app because there's lots of great information, especially people. You got you got people coming in town, you know what I'm saying, for for all star. Um, and, you know, they're always bugging you. What do I do? What can I do? What can I do? Listen, download the app, man. Knock yourself out. And the best thing about the Green Path app, there's a lot of small businesses there that we really want to help be impacted with this economic impact of, of the all-star game. So we want to be intentional in making sure and stopping by a lot of these small businesses and leaving a few quaints, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you got to leave something with them. And uh, speaking of that, me, uh, Winfield Ezell and Trey Ezell and Jordan Somers, we had the pleasure of stopping by Hood Famous Bake Shop, which is located right over in uh I guess you would say kind of right across the street from the stadium. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's right there. On, it's right there on fifth. So it's right across the street from the stadium. So you guys are going to watch this. And I'm telling you, if you're coming downtown, you got no excuse not to go. And by the way, yes, we really ate all the food that's in the video. 
Um, really, in the beginning, our inspiration for the business was um, out of a love for Filipino food, gathering people, good food, good music, good people. Uh, we started off as a pop-up up in Beacon Hill about 10 years ago. I made an ube cheesecake, which is a purple yam, and uh, you might see it a little bit more now, but a decade ago it wasn't as popular. We did a Filipino food dinner series for about three years, and that kind of landed us in, in what we currently do now, which is um, cafe food, and we're heavily known for our desserts. So Filipino, lots of Filipino flavors, lots of Asian Pacific flavors. So if you want something different, you come here. In this one area, you've got your beverage bar, and then on the other side is all food. But really, at the end of the day, we want this to be a community space where you can get a cup of coffee and something to eat, and meet people, um, have a meeting here, work here, gather here. We have lots of pop-ups here. Um, and then also it's a great place because we are so close, right, to T-Mobile. We're literally across the street. So we get such wonderful fans coming in. They can grab a drink because we're a bar as well. Chinatown International District, um, very, very special place. As you can tell, it says Chinatown, but it also has an international district. And it's one of the few Chinatowns all over the nation that actually is one of the most inclusive neighborhoods of Pan-Asian cuisine, businesses, experiences. And I think that's what makes it super special. Welcome, welcome to Seattle, welcome to All-Star Week. Um, my name is Shara Amlag, I'm the co-owner and founder of Put Famous Cafe and Bar. We're located in the Chinatown International District, right on 5th, right across from the light rail station, um, right here in the heart of Chinatown International District, and it's a stone throw away from T-Mobile Park, and we're excited to have so many people come and visit us. All right, Trey Holiday. So like I said, I got to be honest with you. Everything in there is good. Where's Winfield at? Winfield is my witness, man. We cleaned up. Winfield, a big guy like me. <laughs> hey, so we literally touched everything in there. Hood famous, hood famous bake shop. And it's dope, right? Because it's like their signature is this um, this purple yam cheesecake, right? And it said it's a, it's a yam. It's very, very uh, famous over in Vietnam. And it was fire. And so, like, a lot of stuff in there is made with this yam. So it's, like, purple everywhere, man. Great color scheme, great vibe. The food was, you know, it was fantastic. Oh, look at that. I mean, y'all going out and eating food without me. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> next time. You know Listen, what I'm saying? Next time man, you invite us, sister, I will on. be down there. Listen, <laughs> in, invite you. Listen, Mar, Mar, that's a mission. Tomorrow will be sending us all these missions, man. You know what I'm saying? That's the only payoff we get. <laughs> <laughs> we, we try to, oh, hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? After they see us doing all the production, like, man, you guys need some food. Right, right, right. Well, I'm so glad y'all got down there. It's a beautiful spot. I can't wait to go check it out myself. Yeah, no, fantastic. All right, everybody. We got a great show lined up for you, man. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we got the big dog. Ooh, ooh. There she is, Beth Knox, uh, president, CEO Seattle Sports Commission. You're watching The Takeover live from Pier 62.
Hi, I'm Besa Gordon from Converge Media, Hits 106.1, and back to Besa on Fox 13. And I'm Buki Gates from Baseball Beyond Borders. And we are here at T-Mobile Park, where on July 7th, they will host the very first ever HBCU Swing Man Classic. That's right, Besa. King Griffey Jr., the kid, has rounded up 50 of the very best ball players from HBCUs from all across the country, from schools like Jackson State, Grambling, Southern, FAMU, North Carolina a t Alabama State, and many more. It's literally the all-star game before the all-star game, right? Exactly. And the fact that the very first HBCU Swingman Classic is happening right here in the Emerald City is a big deal. A big deal indeed. And it sounds like a whole lot of black college homecoming buds. You already know what it is. Don't miss out on this historic opportunity to see the very best of the best black college baseball players right here at T-Mobile Park on July 7th. Tickets are on sale now at allstargame.com. See you there. Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out, down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org. The new COVID-19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now. So don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine. I have a dream. That's what Dr. King said. Have gives hope, doesn't it? Because the dream didn't die with Dr. King. It's still here as long as we're here, as long as they're here. This thing started with the dream, a vision, a little ambition, anticipating what was possible in the midst of improbable. How do we get our team through the South? We're gonna talk about what happened here in 1960. This city was an ugly place to be. I need you on the battlefield, making sure that one day and one day soon, by the time they're our age, we can all say, they're all lives matter, and it be the truth. Commission has uh, a lot of roles, but its two primary purposes is one to support our sports community, and that includes our professional sports teams, our university teams, and as well as youth sports. The second thing we do is bid on premier sporting events that we want to attract to the Seattle region. It is something that I'm really passionate about. When we bring people together in celebration of summer, of music, of, uh, our, of the memories that we, we grew up with, it connects us in a special way that nothing else does. Seattle is, is really leading the way in diversity of leadership in sports. We have uh, women CEOs for the Seattle Storm uh, and the uh, Seattle Mariners. We have majority owners who are women for the Storm, 
for the, the Kraken uh, and for the Seahawks. Athletic directors of University of Washington and Seattle University are both females. They all bring such strong leadership to the table that it really takes out the gender factor. It is about commitment, it is about passion for the work that you're doing and, uh, and bringing that leadership to the table. So I'm really proud to be part of that community here in Seattle. Welcome. 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 Yeah, well, there we go. Welcome back to the takeover live from Pier 62. My name is Omari Salisbury. The video you saw right there, that's Beth Knox, the CEO of the Seattle Sports Commission. I'm very happy to be joined by Beth right now on the set. How are you, Beth? I am awesome, Omari. It's great to be here with you. No, it's good to have you. See, so we played that, right? The reason why we played this one is informative, but two, we can inform our viewers of all the stuff Seattle Sports Commission does. So then they already have that. So we, me and you can jump into the good stuff, right? We'll just dive right in. <laughs> we'll, we'll dive right into it. I mean, but I'll let you refresh people quickly. You know, the role of the Seattle Sports Commission. Well, we this is a big week right now. We are about to launch the MLB All-Star Week of Activities. And this is one of the things that the Sports Commission does. We bring in premier sporting events to uh, to our city that we can host. And, and then we also support the sports community here. So whether it's the professional teams or the universities uh, and even youth sports, we are engaged to make sure that it's a thriving community that all the fans and locals can enjoy. Right. Yeah. No, this is, you know, this is it. All star. This is like one of the big ones. Right. Uh, right here in our hometown. Before we talk about like what's going on in all star. Tell us what that was like, you know, actually getting to this point and like the work that's gone into it, specifically the areas that the Seattle Sports uh, Commission touches. Bidding on any kind of sporting event uh, is a true collaborative experience. And the process involves so many different entities. The city of Seattle, the mayor's office, they have to buy off on it. The, the league or the team that you're working with. And then there's all of the community partners like Visit Seattle or the Downtown Seattle Association, the Chamber of Commerce. All of these entities uh, have uh, ability to help contribute to the story, the narrative that you put into the bid that says, this is why Seattle is the best host city. And then once it's awarded to us, that's the group that will help you execute and put on the event. So uh, it's a it's a, a long process that involves uh, a lot of pulling together details. Do we have enough hotel rooms? Uh, do we have the right attractions and entertainment here in the area to uh, support the the sport that we're bringing in? All of those questions we answer in this uh, this bid, and then we wait to see who has been selected. So once once they announce that it has been Seattle, then the real work begins. Yo, it seems like you guys are the ultimate coalition builder. I like to say that the Sports Commission is the convener. <laughs> uh, we we love to bring people together, bring uh, uh, associations or groups, and and really it's about how do we solve problems, how do we do great things for our city, and we can be at the hub for that. Wow! So. All star, and now it's it's almost information overload. <laughs> I'll be honest I with you. It started with a game. We knew it was gonna be a game, and then we do that. Of course, it was gonna be the home run, the baby celebrity softball. Is a lot of stuff happening. There's a lot of stuff, but I think if you break it down, of course, as you said, there's uh, it culminates with the all star game, and just before that is the home run derby. 
Uh, but there is the futures game and the all and the uh, celebrity softball. But beyond that, there are two things that I would highly recommend people try to to attend. Uh, there is the Play Ball Park Fan Fest, which is at Lumen Field, and that is uh, all four days, Saturday through Tuesday uh, of this week. And it is just an incredible array of entertainment and activities. It's very family oriented, very also oriented to the baseball fan. Uh, so it's some, and the, something that will have ev- a little bit for everyone. But there's also uh, at that uh, fan fest is the draft. So the MLB draft will take place on Sunday. So if you happen to have tickets to play ballpark on Sunday, then you'll get uh, a double bonus. But the other thing that I really hope people join us for is Friday night's Swingman Classic. Uh, that is going to be a baseball game uh, featuring Division One. Uh, baseball players from historically black colleges and universities. And uh, it's a great way for Seattle to turn out, show their support for All-Star. It's only a $10 ticket. It's going to be an exciting game to be part of. Yeah, no doubt. And and honestly, they've, they've added so many other layers to it, to the Swingman as well. Uh, because before the game, there's actually a HBCU college fair too. Yeah, there's all sorts of activities. But if you if you just choose a couple things, those are two to, that I would put on the list. Right. And what how involved is the sports commission in events occurring around the city or about all star, but not in the ballpark? Well, again, we're that convener and we often serve as that liaison to the city of Seattle. So we are helping to secure permits and uh, serve as that uh, communicator to the neighborhoods to let them know what is happening uh, so that their businesses can be prepared. Uh, we work hard to bring in the right groups so that these activities and events can be successful. Uh, and it's an exciting opportunity for us to, again, bring a lot of folks to the table and celebrate the the return of vibrancy in downtown Seattle. This is right. really a great amen, time for amen us. To, amen to that. You know, our studio is only uh, three blocks from the ballpark. So, you know, we're looking, we're looking forward to it. You know, I think that when, when I look at all-star as well, there's of course these very big properties, these very big things, but one of the things looking through, um, some of the stuff was, uh, a cultural impact, you know, where, whether it's either, you know, um, talking and listening sessions or whether there's things, there's the, uh, commissioner's cup and, uh, and uh, Jimmy Finch, Jenny Finch, Jenny Finch. Yeah, Jenny Finch. I keep wanting to say Finch. Um, you know, the, the the baseball and the softball for for youth all stars. Right. Um, you know, I, I keep looking at all these different, even something like the Green Path. You know, it, in totality, it's like the, something like the all star game. Maybe you can talk about how it, the impact around the city, you know. Right. Well, it's important to everyone in the city that that we are showcasing all that is special about Seattle. And that includes our cultural culture, our uh, diversity that we have here in the city, and especially our ground floor businesses. So working with our, our friends at uh, Visit Seattle, they put together a green path that helps people find their way from around the Westlake uh, Park, Westlake Center area, downtown core, down to First Avenue and Second Avenue, along the waterfront, uh, down to the stadium. And there's different ways to to make this, make your way toward the stadium, whether it's on foot or uh, on scooter or however you, uh, mode of transportation you choose. 
but it's taking you past businesses that we think would be great ones for you to sample or to uh, to visit. So it's an opportunity for us to bring all of those fans right to the ground floor businesses so that they can benefit from all of these uh, people that are coming from out of town. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, man, Seattle Sports Commission, like I said, I, I just be honest, I'm always honest with viewers, I didn't even know you guys existed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a year ago this time was actually when I very first heard of the Seattle Sports Commission, um, and it was a play equity and some other. they like, man, that's a whole nother company. We got to have to have you back because yeah, there's so right. many other things that the Seattle Sports Commission does where they're very intentional around around athletics and around activity, um, you know, and, and throughout Seattle and King County and probably even other places in the state. And, you know, I've seen that myself. We've been able to participate in a lot of things. We've been able to document a lot of things. And so, you know, it's great to be able to to be in the convener ecosystem here for all star as well. But I just want people to know that, like, that's not where our relationship began. Yeah. You know, uh, focusing on equity in youth sports is also a priority for us. So uh, we partnered actually with Baseball Beyond Borders to bid on and we were successful in being awarded the RBI West Regional Baseball Tournament. And RBI in this case stands for Reviving Baseball in Inner Cities. So it is a phenomenal way to bring these uh, young high school ball players to a, a big city where they get to play in a tournament. And, and then they are, are featured so that they get exposed to, to scouts and, and then the next level of playing. So we're so excited to be hosting that, that uh, tournament. And that'll take place the weekend after the MLB All-Star. Yeah, you already know. We'll be there. Converge is all about reviving baseball in the inner city. 100%. Before we let you go, how, how can people keep up with the Seattle Sports Commission? Well, you can visit our website at seattlesports.org. Uh, that's the best way to find information about us. Uh, we are a member-based organization, uh, but it's a, uh, it also contains a lot of information about the sporting events and activities here in the city. All right. So I'm going to catch you at the swing, man. I will be there. Looking forward to it. All right. Beth Knox, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. All right. We're going to take a quick break right now. And actually, we've got, a, we've got, a, we've got Treyana coming back. Y yeah. Trey's back. Oh, Takia. Hi, Takia. <laughs> we got Treyana and Takia coming back. <laughs> You're watching The Takeover live from Pier 62. Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out, down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in. They talked to our lender and saved our home. Because falling on hard times does not have to mean losing your home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHAF.org. The new COVID-19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now. So don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. 
To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine. I have a dream. That's what Dr. King said. Have gives hope, doesn't it? Because the dream didn't die with Dr. King. It's still here as long as we're here, as long as they're here. This thing started with the dream, a vision, a little ambition, anticipating what was possible in the midst of improbable. How do we get our team through the South? We're gonna talk about what happened here in 1964. This city was an ugly place to be. I need you on the battlefield, making sure that one day and one day soon, by the time they are our age, we can all say, tell all lives matter, and it be the truth. Our God is marching on. Glory, hallelujah. One in every 500 African-Americans in the U.S. suffers from sickle cell disease. One in three African-American blood donors is a match for patients with sickle cell. One appointment to donate blood with the American Red Cross can help save a life. Will you be that one? Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood today to schedule an appointment at a location near you. Welcome back, everyone, to The Takeover. I'm your co-host, Trey Holiday, and joining me right now is Art Queen of Converge, but also Art Queen out here in these streets. What's up, T-Dub? What's going on, Trey? <laughs> always a pleasure to sit with you, sis. Yeah, always a pleasure. I mean, you know, first off, clearly there's this amazing mural. You got to connect with Damon. Tell us more about this steelhead mural taking it back for Major League Baseball. Exactly. As you know, it's All-Star Week, and so, of course, we had to tap in with all the things baseball and art that we could find and creative Lou, aka damon brown was the perfect spot to hit so we hit up steelhead alley and learned about his mural that he has in there it's really really beautiful it sits perfectly in the space and it's just a really really great experience so ah here we go y'all yeah. let's check out this clip of t-dub connecting with damon my name is damon brown i'm from seattle washington born and raised in the central district I'm a multidisciplinary artist. You know, I do a little bit of everything. Uh, illustration, public art, painting, digital painting, murals, graphics. Concept behind this was a classic game that used to be played in Seattle at a park next to Garfield High School. Everybody played. It was the, the Negro League and all the African-American baseball players and different people to come together and play these games, I guess, on Sunday. It was before my time, obviously, but they would get together and play these games in the community. Concept behind it was I took all the different teams we had from African-American, Native, uh, women's teams, and put them all in this classic game. And this is what you see see behind us. You know, and I noticed that you did have women players in there as well. Yeah, there's some know? women baseball teams too. Right. And I think when I was doing research and talking to the historians and stuff, I didn't even know the rich history of baseball in my own city, which is shame on me. But now when, you, when I'm able to create uh, a mural like this, you know, this history and these stories are able to last and go on and go on for time. It allows me to use my talent to preserve history and tell history and, and tell this story visually. And, you know, for the historians, I put Easter eggs in there, right? Like if you come in and look at the pictures on the wall, um, the claps in the picture and different baseball players, I made sure they're actually in the mural. What are some of the challenges that you might have faced with getting your art to a, to a level like this? The opportunities, you know, getting to a point and working on my craft 
and trying to figure out how to get in or even how to start to get my art out into the world. Um, I didn't grow up around a lot of artists. I mean, I did grow up around a lot of artists, but not artists that were able to get to these, get to these opportunities. And I think I put in the hard work, found it out, and then, you know, eventually got some opportunities, seized those opportunities, didn't just do <laughs> just enough. I did enough just to really seize it. And I think that reputation got out and I think that passion and then being able to translate people's stories into something visual is where, you know, I kind of excel. So I think that's been allowing me to get more opportunities and more opportunities. Yeah. What are some of the hopes that you have for yourself as an artist and just for the art community in general here in Seattle? I want to be that proof of concept like we were talking about earlier. I want to show anybody that's doing anything creative, any kind of passion for whatever they want to do that they can pursue it and it's going to take hard work and that it's possible. I think when it comes to me on a creative journey, as much as I've done, um, I think I've kind of hit a lot of the things I dreamed of as far as like working for clients, the different kind of projects. But now I kind of would love to kind of do things like shoes and, and, and car interiors, building designs and all that. I think just overall, I'm just a creative. So I want to take the objective, you know, and all those things and put it into something visual. So I want to go beyond the canvas, you know, go beyond the paper um, and go into different things like that. So we here at the Steelhead. If you're in the area, if you're at a baseball game, definitely come chop it up in here, grab yourself a beer and sit amongst black art and black baseball history. My name is T-Dub. As always, stay creative. Wow. There yes. we go. They got it. T-Dub, yeah. that is amazing. So cool to get to chop it up with Damon and hear more about his story behind that piece and the fact that people who enjoy baseball in Seattle will get to experience that history as well. It's like, yeah, can't beat it. Shout out to Damon for sure. Shout out to Damon. And, you know, I love what he said there about those hidden nuggets of yes. history, those, you know, for those buffs who know everything. Exactly. You know, Big O is one of those folks who know so much about baseball. Yes. But it's great to know that so much art is happening. There's so many more art things going on. T-Dub, you got to tell us what's happening out there in the art world. Listen, the art world is not sleeping on All-Star Weekend. We are doing so many amazing things. Right after this, actually, I'm headed down to Railspur for mural unveiling to just get this whole thing started. And then um, tomorrow there's actually um, an art show, an exhibition at Railsburg again, of just like all baseball related art uh, and a crazy, a crazy cast of like artists. The list is like super wild. So we'll definitely be in there for that and everything that's going on art-wise All-Star Weekend. Yeah, well, you know, you're you're also talking about these art exhibitions and then yeah. an art fair to yes. just kind of cap the rest of the month off quickly. Yeah. Uh, that's happening at the end of this month. Tell us more. Correct. So, yeah. So right after All-Star Weekend, we jump into Art Fair Weekend, which will definitely be an, an incredible time for all the art scene here in Seattle happening at um, Lumen Field as well. Um, yeah, Seattle Art Fair is a really, really big deal for the art scene here in Seattle. There will be a bunch of activations around and including something that I'm marking with with BNC and Friends of Waterfront will be announcing very soon. So, yes. Ooh, things to come. T-Dub, exactly. as always, your finger is on the pulse. Got to give you time. Of course, if folks want to stay catching up with the art yes. queen, how do they do that? Let them know. Absolutely. Hit me up on Instagram at, at everything at T-Dub Customs. Um, Vivid Matter Collective, we have a thing going on this summer for the youth. If you're a youth who's interested in learning art from BNC, definitely tap in with us on that. Um, and yeah, 
I'll be, I'll be outside as usual. Ah, <laughs> oh, as usual. T-Dub, thank you so much for being with me today on The Takeover. Thank you, Trey. Takeover Converge. Let's go. Yeah. Well, y'all, of course, Big O will be hitting the scene right after this. He's going to be talking to Misha and learning more about what Misha has going on with MLB. Y'all stay tuned. You're watching The Takeover. Hi, I'm Besa Gordon from Converge Media, Hits 106.1, and back to Besa on Fox 13. And I'm Buki Gates from Baseball Beyond Borders. And we are here at T-Mobile Park, where on July 7th, they will host the very first ever HBCU Swing Man Classic. That's right, Besa. King Griffey Jr., the kid, has rounded up 50 of the very best ball players from HBCUs from all across the country, from schools like Jackson State, Grambling, Southern, FAMU, North Carolina a t Alabama State, and many more. It's literally the all-star game before the all-star game, right? Exactly. And the fact that the very first HBCU Swingman Classic is happening right here in the Emerald City is a big deal. A big deal indeed. And it sounds like a whole lot of black college homecoming buzz. You already know what it is. Don't miss out on this historic opportunity to see the very best of the best black college baseball players right here at T-Mobile Park on July 7th. Tickets are on sale now at allstargame.com. See you there. Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out, down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org. The new COVID-19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now. So don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine. I have a dream. That's what Dr. King said. Have gives hope, doesn't it? Because the dream didn't die with Dr. King. It's still here as long as we're here, as long as they're here. This thing started with the dream, a vision, a little ambition, anticipating what was possible in the midst of improbable. How do we get our team to the South? We're gonna talk about what happened here in 1964. This city was an ugly place to be. I need you on the battlefield, making sure that one day and one day soon, by the time they're our age, we can all say, yeah, all lives matter, and it be the truth. Our God is marching on. Glory, hallelujah. Incorporated. 
We are here today with our Divine Nine family to tell you about a home run opportunity for high school students in the Seattle area looking to attend an HBCU in the future. And I am talking about the HBCU College Fair happening Friday, July 7th at T-Mobile Park, where college recruiters and representatives from Howard University, Grambling, Tuskegee, Morehouse, Florida A&M, Southern University, Langston, and my alma mater, Elizabeth City State University, the Alabama Agricultural Mechanical University, and Perry View A&M. We'll all be in the building to answer all of your questions about these prestigious universities, as well as give you applications and further information. The HBCU College Fair kicks off a few hours before the HBCU Squid Man Classic, presented by Ken Griffey Jr. at 7 p.m., where 50 of the best black college baseball players in America will take to the field for an all-star game under the bright lights in T-Mobile Park. This is truly a doubleheader you don't want to miss. Black College Fair and the HBCU Swing Band Classic. Friday, July 7th at 5 p.m. Followed by the HBCU Swing Band Classic at 7 p.m. And we are capping off the night with the fireworks show. Tickets to the HBCU Swing Band Classic are only $10 and include a college fair and are available at allstargame.com. The HBCU Fair is powered by the United Negro College Fund, the Major League Baseball Players Association, and the Major League Baseball Youth Development Foundation. All right. Welcome back to The Takeover Live here from Pier 62. My name is Omari Salisbury, and I'm joined right now on the set by Misha Hurd from Major League Baseball, Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, Big Boss. Big Boss, <laughs> Senior Manager. Senior Manager. I know you, we, you've you been here before several times uh, coming up to All-Star, but man, welcome to Seattle. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, we're happy you're here, too. And so I, I first met Misha, like, I don't know, maybe three, four months ago, um, and where part of, and I know you'll talk more about it, but Major League Baseball wanted to be intentional and not just coming for the the baseball, um, the all-star game, and a lot of things, to be honest with you, that are out of reach to a lot of people, you know, with ticket prices and even just capacity of people can put in there. And what I got out of it is that you wanted to make sure that the all-star game coming to Seattle had an impact beyond the ballpark and had an impact into communities, especially communities, one, that might be marginalized and you know, two that might be furthest from the opportunity to see some kind of baseball action, you know, live and up front. Absolutely. And it was really important for us to come. You know, we could come put the game on, but really it was really important for us to meet with Seattle community leaders, specifically in the black community, to really understand what the needs were of the community and how we can incorporate them so that this event is more than just the game. Right. No. And, you know, listen, now we got to be clear here. You know, black folk ain't no monolith and not everybody going. Everybody's not going to get what they want out of something, you know, but it's the effort that was what matters most. And a lot of times with big things, people come to town and the effort isn't even given. And also the willingness to listen. One thing I've noticed about Major League Baseball and what you've been operating over there. A big shout out to, to Marie. You know, Marie is shot caller. She she got me on shout the show. But big shout out to Marie as well. And, and other community partners in, in city, city government organizations. Because what I've found is a conversation with you and Major League Baseball is a willingness 
to kind of listen. And a lot of times an organization as big as MLB, they just come in and say, hey, man, this is what it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Marie, like you mentioned, and also to so many other people, yourself, Carissa Braxton, uh, LaShonda, Kai Washington, uh, Antonisha Jackson at UNCF, Miss Thompson Black. The list can go on, but really the swingmen uh, wouldn't be possible as far as the ancillary events without them. And, you know, we, we started from scratch when we came here and we really just wanted to listen to see what can we do to really amplify this event and make sure that everyone in Seattle felt included. All right. Now, speaking of swing, man, man, tell us, tell us how we, you know, you see our ads everywhere, but you know, we, know, we they don't, look good. They look good. Thank you. Thank you very much. But we don't work for MLB. You do. So what you tell us about swing, man? Yeah, Swingman. So just like Beth mentioned earlier, it's uh, 50 of the top D1 players um, from historically black colleges and universities um, coming to play in a professional ballpark like T-Mobile Park, um, really to amplify and give them visibility on a national stage. You know, MLB has a lot of different programming uh, development programs to really help elevate and bring light to black American-born Black baseball players, but really this is on the national stage, so it's going to be on television, MLB Network Live, and we're really excited to bring that here to Seattle. Yeah, you know, Converge, um, our, our partnership with Baseball Beyond Borders goes back as, as old as we are as a company. It's almost in our seventh year, um, and I mean, they've seen us grow like we've seen them grow, but like the, the mission to revive baseball in inner city and you, you mentioned I was I was actually there. I, I was fortunate enough to be in the booth with Dan Wilson and uh, Dave Sims on Friday. One of the things talked about was that this last World Series was the first one in 70 years where there wasn't a black American player on either roster. And we talked about that love that used to really be there. Like baseball was black America's sport. That's the only sport we've only ever owned. Um, and so I'm always excited when when there's things to get our young people excited about baseball and softball and the intentionality that you guys have come with. Yeah. And I think the counterpoint to that was the same year, 2022, four out of the five uh, top draft picks were um, black players as well. So, you know, I think something to really think about when we're talking about building this pipeline is that our team, we have a lot of people who are on the ground traveling week to week to try and identify, um, players that are not undiscovered and to get them opportunities to play baseball. So we have our dream series, which takes place during Martin Luther King weekend in Arizona. We'll bring people out, 80 players, pitchers and catchers, um, programming elite programming from former managers and players, black players. And it's a really exciting event. And then that leads into breakthrough series, which takes place at um, the Jackie Robinson complex in Barrow Beach. And then we have our Hank Aaron Invitational and a lot of those things you don't see. So Swingman brings that to the national uh, forefront. But really, we, we are doing the work. And so we're really excited about what's to come in the future um, for our pipeline and, and seeing more American born black players in, in baseball. Yeah, and speaking of speaking of some of those programs that you mentioned, especially Dream Program, there's a quite a few players that are participating in Swingman uh, on Friday that actually went through went through the Dream Program. Man, what do you love most about your job? I know I know that isn't one of those free interview questions, yeah. but you know what I'm saying like you really work hard at it. I you know I've seen you. This is something you know you 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 face challenges. You got to go into a city like Seattle. You might not know anybody, build relationships, get feedback, some feedback you don't want to hear. So, you know, I mean, 
you do it. You're doing a lot. What do you love most about your job? Yeah. So, I mean, specifically with All Star, I just love creating relationships with people. I mean, I think the thing that I've really enjoyed the most was meeting so many people in the Seattle community. I feel proud that like coming here on my final trip that I'm really aware and know many of the community members here in Seattle. And so that's been really rewarding for me. But also outside of All Star, I'm on the road meeting with students, really introducing them to MLB and and letting them know that there's a place for them at MLB. Um, I, growing up as a first generation student, I had no idea that there were so many possibilities in sports um, outside of playing on the field. So um, that's been really important to me. And it's been rewarding to see some of our interns that I met at Morehouse or at Clark Atlanta. They're now working in the commissioner's office. And wow. it's been it's been great. And they, they're in really important spaces like DEI and communications and marketing, uh, data analytics. So we just took a, a group of students to the uh, New York Mets game and we had 17 uh, black interns, which is really, really impressive for us. So we are super excited about that. Yeah, that's what's up. Glad you on the inside, Misha. and and, and, you know when we say like increasing black participation in baseball that also means off the field as well and so we have our diversity pipeline program which is run by my colleague Tyrone Brooks and he's on the ground every week too in different cities really telling people if it's not on the field there's you know scouting minor leagues office of a commissioner um, teaching we really need more people to help teach the game to people. And, and I think Swingman is a really great example because um, they just really, we want people to be seen. There's a lot of people who play baseballs, but like there's people who want to play, but we just want to make sure that they get the platform to be seen and visible. Right. No, that's real. And I, I know what, another thing with major league baseball and I work with um baseball beyond borders and RBI, like we were down there in Jackson, Mississippi. This is the second year that we went down there to Jackson um, for a baseball camp, baseball beyond borders does there at Jackson State University, and we saw like MLB from whether well the teams whether it was the Mariners or whether it was um and what's the, I can't believe I was just there. What's the team in Mississippi win? The Mississippi, the Braves. That's what it was. It's the 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 team for the Atlanta Braves. So whether it was the so like the Mariners send down baseballs, you know what I'm saying? The Braves, the Miss uh, the Mississippi Braves provided shirts. Uh, Baseball Beyond Borders uh, raised money so all the kids had gloves because you know it, it's also that barrier right there, especially down south. Even here in Seattle, you know, baseball is an expensive sport, but to see that like when an organization as big as Major League Baseball says, "Hey, we want to do something." And from the top, you know, to to the biggest teams, to the smallest teams and the organizations and partner organizations to see people give to try to really do that, to revive baseball in the inner city. Yeah, And, you know, shout out to um, MLB and MLB Youth PA Youth Development Foundation. Mm -hmm. They really are making sure that baseball is accessible and that they're really improving the game. So they're um, baseball YDF, if you're really interested in, in getting to know more about them, baseballydf.com, they really are looking to help revive baseball in different cities across the country. There it is. Yeah. All right. So this is this is your moment right here. Yeah. This is the clippable moment. <laughs> All right. Now, we've talked about what, the, what it means for the players and the swingman and everything else. But now we're going to send this out to our community. You look right. Where's that? There's Misha's camera. It's right there. Number two. 
and you tell everybody in our community why they should come out to Swingman Classic. Yeah, so the Swingman Classic, in addition to all the amazing things on the field, we have so many things for you in store at Swingman. Um, there's something for everyone. So we have the HBCU Fair students, high school students, families who are interested in getting to have more access to recruiters or admissions uh, directors or you know alumni associations come to the ballpark at 5 p.m. We really look forward to having you so that you can get to know more, more of the recruiters. Um, and then also for a chance, make sure that you're in your seats by 7 p.m. because we'll have some special pregame ceremonies. Ken Griffey Jr. alongside Andre Dawson, Ricky Week, Roger Cater, um, Ralph Gar. Um, they'll be out there doing the ceremonial pitch. And then we have a lot of local uh, youth groups that are, are participating. We have Dolls and Gents. We have uh, Lift Every Be um, sung by the Songs of Black Celebration Chorus. And then also uh, Todd Delaney will be singing the national anthem. So really looking forward to having everyone come out. And there's always, there's something for you at Swingmen and it'll be a great time. All right. Heard it directly from you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm really excited. You know, and if you can't tell, this is and, and I'm saying this live on TV with somebody from Major League Baseball right here, like Major League Baseball, like everything that you guys see converge, pushing swing men and everything else, man. No one asked us to do that. There isn't there's no advertising deal or something like that. That was just like back in December when it was announced. Me and my and Ike Everard, we, we saw the, the press release back in December. And we said, yo, this is something that we're going to commit ourselves to, uh, you know, one way or another. And it just worked out so perfectly in meeting you or meeting people, you know, from from MLB in New York and the PR and the things with the Mariners and everything else that we've been in a position to really amplify swingman at the highest level. But I just say that to say that it's like sometimes we don't do stuff that we could do to benefit our community and getting the word out because it's like, oh, well, man, is, is it a check there? Are they going to pay me for this? We're going to do this and that. And it was like, this turned out so beautiful for us because the only thing we want is for little kids to come. And if that's your goal, it's like, man, all we want is for little kids to be excited about baseball, to come to the baseball park, for people to have memorable moments. And that's when your heart is at everything just aligns. So, you know what I'm saying? I just, just want to let everybody know because they see we squeak man everything over here. You know what I'm saying? Ike even got squeak man tattoo. <laughs> just kidding. But, you know, I mean, it's I, I appreciate MLB allowing us to operate in that space. You know? Yeah, I know, and we really appreciate you. We're so grateful for Converge Media to support Swingman Classic. It's our inaugural event, and we're really excited to have it here in Seattle. Ken Giffrey spent his legendary career here for 13 seasons, so we're really excited to bring the whole uh, Seattle community out. All right, good stuff. Misha Hurd, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, my buddy Bayana is back on the set, and she's here with Joy Shigaki, CEO, President CEO, my bad. I ain't trying to get up a President CEO, Friends of Waterfront Seattle. You're watching The Takeover. Hi, I'm Basa Gordon from Converge Media, Hits 106.1, and back to Basa on Fox 13.
And I'm Buki Gates from Baseball Beyond Borders. And we are here at T-Mobile Park where on July 7th they will host the very first ever HBCU Swingman Classic. That's right, Mesa. Ken Griffey Jr., the kid, has rounded up 50 of the very best ball players from HBCUs from all across the country from schools like Jackson State, Grambling, Southern, FAMU, North Carolina A&T, Alabama State, and many more. It's literally the all-star game before the all-star game, right? Exactly. And the fact that the very first HBCU Swingman Classic is happening right here in the Emerald City is a big deal. A big deal indeed. And it sounds like a whole lot of black college homecoming vibes. You already know what it is. Don't miss out on this historic opportunity to see the very best of the best black college baseball players right here at T-Mobile Park on July 7th. Tickets are on sale now at allstargame.com. See you there. Hi, my name is Shekinah Salisbury, and I'm a proud alumnus of Elizabeth City State University and a member of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity. And hello, my name is Jacqueline Howard, a proud alumnus of Duke University and a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Hi, my name is Curtis Delgado II, a proud alumnus of the Hampton University and a proud member of the Gamma Epsilon Chapter of Omega South Phi Fraternity. And hi, my name is Angela Booker, a proud alum of Alabama Agricultural and Mechanical University and a member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. We are here today with our Divine Nine family to tell you about a home run opportunity for high school students in the Seattle area looking to attend an HBCU in the future. And I am talking about the HBCU College Fair happening Friday, July 7th at T-Mobile Park, where college recruiters and representatives from Howard University, Ramblin', Tuskegee, Morehouse, Florida A&M, Southern University, Langston, and my alma mater, Elizabeth City State University, Alabama Agricultural Mechanical University and Perry View Annual. We'll all be in the building to answer all of your questions about these prestigious universities as well as give you applications and further information. The HBCU College Fair kicks off a few hours before the HBCU Swingman Classic presented by Ken Griffey Jr. at 7 p.m. where 50 of the best black college baseball players in America will take to the field for an all-star game under the bright lights in T-Mobile Park. This is truly a doubleheader you don't want to miss. Black College Fair and the HBCU Swing Band Classic. Friday, July 7th at 5 p.m. Followed by the HBCU Swing Band Classic at 7 p.m. And we are capping off the night with the fireworks show. Tickets to the HBCU Swing Band Classic are only $10 and include a college fair and are available at allstargame.com. The HBCU Fair is powered by the United Negro College Fund, the Major League Baseball Players Association, and the Major League Baseball Youth Development Foundation. Today, we are at Soul on the Water right here. This is a collaboration between Africatown Community Land Trust and Friends of Waterfront Seattle. This is a phenomenal soul concert right here at Pier 62, and it is going to be jam-packed with a bunch of talent, not only locally, but also nationally, and I can't wait to dive into all this talent. Friends of Waterfront has been doing an incredible job of bringing the intentionality to the events that they curate here at Pier 62. They are making it clear that this pier is everyone's pier. Black folks need to know that this is our space too. 
You know, we've been gentrified out of the city, but when events like this come together, it's really to spotlight not only our culture, but also uplift our experience. And we want people to feel that when they come here. But if you don't come, you may not think it's yours, but when you come and you see all of these things that are really catering to your culture and to your desires, that's what lets you know the intentionality is here to open this up and make sure that this fear is also yours. Yes, the peer is yours. Welcome back to The Takeover, y'all. I'm your co-host, Trey Holiday, And that was a special uh, note right there to Friends of Waterfront for what they are doing with their intentionality. I'm so excited to have Joy, head of all of this amazing work here with me today. Hi, Joy. Hi. Good to have you on the pier. <laughs> yeah, it's so great to be here with y'all. And, you know, we want to talk a bit about Friends of Waterfront in Seattle. A lot of people out there may not really know what Friends is all about. Tell us a bit more. Sure. So we are the nonprofit partner partner to the city of Seattle, and we're responsible for the fundraising to build this park in part, but also to program and activate it and bring community to this place as we're building it and to take care of it in perpetuity. So we've only been on the scene for about a decade. COVID happened, so no one really understood sort of who we were, but we're about a year and a half from opening it and its completion. And we really want to invite people down to experience it, but into a relationship with us as we care for this place and activate it for the community to make it a place that people will love. Well, yeah, so much of that is done through the right strategic partnerships. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I talked there about the intentionality of the partnership with Africa Town and doing Solo the Water. That was the second year of doing that. And something about what you've been doing with Converge and now with Major League Baseball. I mean, tell us more about how these partnerships really help to move Friends of Waterfront Seattle's work forward. Oh, absolutely. When you're building public space, this is space for everyone. And if we really want to be intentional of people feeling that sense of connection to this place and that sense of belonging, that sense of safety, it is about trusting and building relationships with community. Um, our relationship with Converge is a perfect example. How do we amplify this place, but also know that you all are trusted folks in the community to tell stories and tell stories that haven't been told. This is indigenous land that we're on. So it's honoring the Coast Salish people um, of this place who are also living and thriving in this area. But there's also stories of the waterfront that still are untold. But how we build this park is about how we connect to people and community. And that can only be done in partnership. Our few years of this peer opening, which is in the fall of 2020, was about we could develop our own programs. But if we really wanted particularly diverse communities, BIPOC communities to see themselves, we needed to do that by listening to communities who know how to best develop programs. So our program team co-designed programs together, right? So Africa Town is a perfect example of Soul on the Water, the connection of music and art and bringing artists down here and small business. Um, this park is also about bringing economic opportunity back to community, but also having the public have an experience when they're down here in public space, right? I kind of use that as the, the example of, of there's that term, build that they will come. But I think that that's an old mantra, that if you really want to build public space where people feel that sense of true connection, safety, and belonging, you need to make sure that you have partners that can create that connection and can offer programming as ways to see ourselves in it. Yeah. Because that's fundamentally why people come back um, and believe that this park, this public space can also be their own. So we're centered in that work. We're a small nonprofit. We have a team of about 35 because we're not the ones that are expert in everything. You have to listen and trust community and the experts who can do that work. Um, this partnership with Converge is amazing and with the Sports Commission, because how we bring All-Star Game and connect it into this 20-acre historic park that will be 
it's kind of the biggest public investment in our city that has been many, many years in the making. We can only do it in partnership. Yeah, I think that's so true. And I've been able to experience that level of intentionality several times over, not just with Converge or Africatown, but also y'all had Chi Gong out right, here yes. uh, with Haru uh, Chayez Amin, which was amazing because there was amazing sessions here and folks were coming out. But that's also that intentionality to not just big organizations and partners, mm-hmm. but also those small businesses you talk about. So that's how right. you get this park activated is key. But it's also like uh, uh, there's a huge construction happening around mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you want to showcase to folks that the pier is still open during that construction, right. which sometimes that's a big deterrent for folks to come down here yeah. and like parking oh, is a parking. Yeah. At times. yeah. But, but also y'all have been doing some phenomenal work here at pier 62, but you also just opened habitat beach. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about that. And some of the other things that are opening up soon here on the sure. waterfront. So it is a 20 acre linear park that runs all the way South from Soto all the way North to Belltown. And we're kind of on the Northern part of the park on pier 62, but this past Saturday, the same day that Soul in the Water happened, Habitat Beach opened. That's on the southern part of the park on Washington and Alaska. And the public really wanted to be able to touch the water. Um, you can do that in other parts of the waterfront, but it was important for people to have a relationship with the water. Um, and so the, the part, I want to say the beach is open from about 10 to 7. Maybe it's a little later. Don't quote me. Um, allowing for anyone to come down and have an experience um, down there. And on this very southern end, which is called Stadium Plaza, which butts up against Lumen Field, that also will be opening in time for um, All-Star Game. And you will be seeing other parts of the park coming online between now and early 2025. Um, so you're seeing the park in formation. We're, we're sitting right now kind of right below what is the Overlook Walk, um, below the Pike Place Market. It will be a one-acre elevated part of the park. It is the going to be the quintessential million dollar view, the selfie spot, as we say. People yeah. can take a lot of selfies. You can get a view of, you know, the mountains. You're going to get a view of the Salish Sea. We have a beautiful downtown because this big highway cut cut apart the waterfront from downtown. And so it's just kind of in some ways an invitation to come down and rediscover our downtown, the waterfront and all the neighborhoods who provide who really are at the center of what makes Seattle such an extraordinary place. But we want to have people come down and see the construction, see what's happening, know that a lot is happening, um, and uh, to be part of this this effort and be part of Friends and consider contributing and being a partner. But come down and also just enjoy what we're doing all summer. Well, yeah, that, that's one of those things that I, me personally, I'm so excited because I have been coming down. Yeah. So I've been seeing like one week after another, it's just like a connection, another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but folks are really excited for the true unveiling of all of this. Tell us more about when this construction is over, what folks can really expect. Uh, I know that's coming in 2025. So it we is. got a little bit of time, we but, do. but this is the, the kind of final stretch now. And there's so much that folks are going to be able to participate in with all of this amazing work that's being put in now. So we're going to be finishing up a $200 million campaign of which $110 million is towards the build of the park. And it's been friends supporting all of this work because we really believe in placemaking and piloting programs and understanding what is the way we're going to get people connected to this new public space. Um, But we also will be existing for another 10, 20, 30 years in perpetuity, right? So we are responsible for caring for this place in partnership with community. So when we're leading up to grand opening, which will be a grand opening season um, in early 25 into the summer, it'll be ways to really just reveal how stunning our waterfront is and in some ways rediscovering how extraordinary it is. Um, You'll be able to stand on the Overlook Walk coming down from Pike Place Market and see these 
360 degree views. We will have programming, but remember, I think the, the experience will be the park. Mm -hmm. We've been doing this investment of bringing community together to do this placemaking because if you open it the first day and people don't feel that connection, how is that really creating that real sense of equity and inclusion in public space? But there'll be so much to explore in this place. There'll be programming, there'll be some activations, you know, buskers, small businesses, pop-ups, and then a lot of other activities throughout downtown because this is a park that's embedded in our downtown. Um, and so we want to also encourage people to have an experience, walk up Pike and Pine and walk up to Pike Place, Pike, you know, up to Capitol Hill because it'll be 20 blocks walking up to connect people up to Capitol Hill, go down to Pioneer Square and have a meal and connect down to that neighborhood and spend a little bit more time in Pike Place Market because it's a place of incredible talent, um, of small businesses, of artists. So it's a lot about the joy of this city and the pride that we will have in our region of this new place that we all have deserved for many years. And so it'll be a season of a lot of fun and a lot of connection to each other and to this, this beautiful waterfront. Oh, Joy, this is so fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your partnership. Excited to see you at Swingman Classic on yeah, Friday. Yeah, we're going to come down on Friday. Yeah, I know you'll be in, in there yes. in live in full effect. But of course, if folks want to connect more with Friends of Waterfront and really stay abreast as to all of the things that y'all are offering, I know we got a blog party coming up later this summer. Mm -hmm. uh, just make sure you look right there. Let folks know how they can connect with Friends of Waterfront. Yeah, so please go to our website, friendsofwaterfrontseattle.org. Org, sign up for our newsletter. You'll get all the new information about our program is going to happen all summer and an invitation to support our work to help build this park, to be part of this legacy project in our city. Um, we really want to invite all of you down um, and have a sense of pride for what we're doing. Absolutely. Joy, thank you so much for being with me on The Takeover. Thank Appreciate you. it. All your intentionality. I'm telling you, I feel it. <laughs> Y'all, you heard it from Joy there. And of course, this has been a phenomenal episode with The Takeover. I'm going to get to close this out with Big O right after this short break. Stay tuned, y'all. You're watching The Takeover. Hi, I'm Basa Gordon from Converge Media, Hits 106.1, and back to Basa on Fox 13. And I'm Buki Gates from Baseball Beyond Borders. And we are here at T-Mobile Park, where on July 7th, they will host the very first ever HBCU Swingman Classic. That's right, Basa. King Griffey Jr., the kid, has rounded up 50 of the very best ball players from HBCUs from all across the country, from schools like Jackson State, Grambling, Southern, FAMU, North Carolina a t Alabama State, and many more. It's literally the all-star game before the all-star game, right? Exactly. And the fact that the very first HBCU Swingman Classic is happening right here in the Emerald City is a big deal. A big deal indeed. And it feels like a whole lot of black college homecoming by. You already know what it is. Don't miss out on this historic opportunity to see the very best of the best black college baseball players right here at T-Mobile Park on July 7th. Tickets are on sale now at allstargame.com. See you there. Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out, down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org. The new COVID-19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now. So don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine. I have a dream. That's what Dr. King said. 
have gives hope, doesn't it? Because the dream didn't die with Dr. King. It's still here as long as we're here, as long as they're here. Welcome back to The Takeover. Uh, this has been fantastic. Oh, we had some great guests today starting this amazing takeover right here at Pier 62. I know you had a blast. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely enjoyed myself today. And yeah, uh, it was really dope. You know what I'm saying? And, and talking like I, I know Beth, um, we got a great relationship, Seattle Sports Commission, and I know Joy and I know T-Dub. But getting to know uh, Misha, Misha Hurd or MLB, and I can just tell you that that job that she's that she has uh, in in that DEI department, you know what I'm saying, and coming into cities and really, you know, you encounter a, a lot of the other things people got going on. Yeah, <laughs> that you ain't have nothing to do with it. Yeah, but she is she's worked really hard, and to see how the swingman has really come about um, from you know from a press release really back in December. To where it's at right now and you know a whole community in a city so excited about the swingman classic on the seventh and so it's just really really dope also um we got Ezel's chicken today for lunch so you know i'm just throwing out somebody well i will say as uh someone who is a hbcu alum i know you are too this is a huge thing for our city has never happened before and we've been needing that of HBCU life here in the Pacific Hello. Northwest. So I love that we are doing this. And I just, again, I keep talking about it, but for me, the buzzword is intentionality. I mean, that's yes. really what we're experiencing here with MLB, with Friends of Waterfront. It's beautiful to really see all this come together. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And speaking of being intentional, because you know that's what we be doing. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we got a great line. Of, we don't, we got, you gotta, gotta something on screen for us, like for tomorrow. Send it over and carry your pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> I will just tell you this. We got an amazing lineup tomorrow. And actually, we're going to be joined by the chief executive uh, of the city of Seattle, the Honorable Bruce Harrell. There we go. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna join us tomorrow. I forgot all about that, man. You know, this is ML. <laughs> you know, the mayor, he walked, man, are you going to forget about me? You can't, can't do it. We got <laughs> you, know, you mayor. I'm from the neighborhood. <laughs> you can't forget about me. <laughs> So we got Barry Harrell here tomorrow. We got a great lineup. We've also, we've got everything baseball. You know what I'm saying? So I'll leave it there. Want people to make sure and tune in. We're going to get out of here in a bit. We're going to go to the official press conference. Official press conference at 2 o'clock. We're also going to bump into Takia down there at Occidental Park. You know what I'm saying? Get a little art and everything popping. Last word before we get out of here. As usual, we're going back now. I know, I know. Well, I just want to thank everyone for watching and thank all of our guests today. Phenomenal time spending with them to learn more about all of the amazing things that are leading up to this beautiful All-Star Weekend. Thank y'all for watching. Yo, and so look, I'm not even going to get all emotional or whatever, or at least try not to, but it just dawned on me that the last time I said this was June 3rd, 2022, and my dad, it came out for the last episode of the Morning Update show. It is the last time that I said that. And me and him, he was like, he was like, son, you got to leave people with something. And so I'll say, go forward in your purpose, go forward in your humanity. And until tomorrow at 11 a.m. on The Takeover, peace. peace. Tinga chati kubudirira Nari alipaluti wipendura mbayu chirwa Zuma hiru
Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.